Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Listen, the world in which we live today, out of control. And here's why I think we're out of control. Media is built around the idea of outrage. It's built around the idea of, I want to pit group A against group B and group C and so on and so forth. And if they can pit each group against the other group, what ends up happening is that there becomes a need for that media company to be able to be in the middle to be the gatekeeper for the information so that group A can get mad at group B and group B can get mad at group C and we can have this infighting all of the stinking time. And I think what could happen, what would happen, if we could just get our brains wrapped around the idea that we're being controlled by media companies and they are telling us what to do. How the case in point, everybody says, Oh, I hate the media, it's a bad deal, it's a bad thing. We listen to them, we read their stuff, we get the newspapers, we read our local papers, we read our national papers, we listen to local news, we watch national news, and we listen to them, and they're the ones we share their stuff and say, Well, they're the ones that are right, they're the ones that have the information. They're the gatekeepers for the information. And they will give you what they think you should listen to because they want click, they want clicks, they want views, they want anybody to get a hold of their stuff because if they do, that means ad revenue. So who's making the money off of all of this? The media companies are. Here's the case in point. I think that we could get a whole lot more done even if we sat down with people we disagreed with and had conversations. The principles in Matthew chapter 18 can apply even outside of the world of Christendom. If we sat down with people we disagreed with and had conversations about the things we disagreed with or maybe that were hurt over, I think that we'd have, there'd be things that would be fixed way easier. We could have problems that were fixed so much quicker by just sitting down in someone's office or having a cup of coffee and being willing to have a conversation about the things that are going on in our worlds. Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 says, If your brother sins against you, go to him and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he listens, you have gained a brother. Now, this is, this is the beginning steps. And if they don't listen to you, then you take it to the next steps. The next step is you you bring in a third party. You bring in a third party. But what we tend to do is we hear information and we say, man, this is the bad thing or this is what this person did. And what we tend to do is we'll rush to social media and we'll type something out behind our little keyboards. We'll Little, our little thumbs will get to going and we'll type out this message and we'll blast everybody on social media. And what that ends up doing is you end up tainting the entire group rather than 
going to the individual and saying, hey, here's where I have a problem with you. Here's where I have a, have a moment of frustration. And, 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 and working out but just between the two of you. No, we don't want to do that. We want to get notoriety. I heard a guy tell me today, we were talking about some stuff that's going on in the world today, in our community. And he said, when you work behind the scenes, you can't make a name for yourself. When you work behind the scenes, you can't make a name for yourself. And I'm telling you, the people that are working behind the scenes to make things better are so much more effective than some of us who are trying to blow the trumpet of rage and outrage. And I'm telling you, on both sides, conservative and liberal, like we're, we're, we're killing ourselves. We're, we're messing up our own lives. And things are in motion in our community. And it wasn't because of a political action group. It wasn't because of um, somebody getting on a podcast like this and just just, ah, just screaming and making all kinds of racket. It was a conversation. It was, hear my heart. Hear my heart. And, and so the two parties are hearing each other's thoughts on top on, on the topics at hand. And there's become a, a camaraderie or a, a meeting of the minds and people are changing their minds and things are happening that, that are impacting the, that, that are going to impact the community in a positive way. And freedoms aren't being trampled on. I, I just, I'm telling you what we're doing in the world today is we're allowing media, social media, corporate media, local news media to absolutely run us into the ground. And we have got to be, we've got to be mindful of what's going on. And we have to be willing, if we want to make real change, like we've had this, this last, I don't know, six months, a, a raging debate in the community I live in over things that are taking place uh, with, with drag queens. And what we tend to do is we're re uh, reactionary and we're sheep. We, we have these moments where we get in the herd, herd mentality and there's a whole bunch of us in the room and we're all like, yeah, 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 we don't like that. And we, have, we want a spokesperson. But what would it look like if each individual who said, man, I don't want drag queens in my town. I just don't want them in my town. Because I think they're detrimental to the to the moral fabric of our community. What would it look like if 500 people said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take 9 o'clock. I'm going to schedule for the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And I want to meet with my city council members. And I want to sit down and I want to have a conversation with them over coffee. I want to have a conversation with them um, as an individual. And... All right, Chuck, you take 9 o'clock. Tim, you take 9.15. Sarah, you take uh, 9.30. Tiffany, you take um, 9.45. Uh, Jim, you take... And just go through that and just, man, all day long, say, okay, we're going to set aside. We're just going to meet with these people and we're going to have conversations and we're going to express 
artic- and articulate in, in a whimsical way why I think these things should change. I think that that's how we should be doing these things. But what we tend to do is we we go to meetings where we have these outrage moments where everybody pounds on the bolt on the pulpit at, at at these meetings and slams their fist down. And listen, rightfully so. There's anger because we don't want kids to be exposed to things that are evil. Like I get that, but I think the way we're doing things doesn't fix it. What it does is it gives us a, a way to have outrage and a few people to get their names thrown into a, into a limelight and they get to be the person who fit, quote unquote fixes everything. But what would it look like if we didn't want the limelight? If we just said, I'm going to go behind the scenes and I'm going to have a conversation with maybe somebody I disagree with. Maybe I'm going to have a conversation with somebody that if if we were if we met in the public square and we faced off, we would be, we would be considered enemies. But what would it look like if I took the Matthew chapter 18 approach and I said, if my brother sinned against me, if I have a disagreement with my brother, go to him and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And you had a conversation around a coffee table, at a coffee shop, at a restaurant, um, in, in an office, just the two of you, not raged out, but just had a normal, rational conversation. What would that look like? I, I'm telling you, I think that that would fix our problems. This is, and this is the same issue that I have with the church. And listen, I'm a pastor. You know what we do? We have a herd mentality in church. We designate one dude. Hey, you get up and you speak for us because you're the pastor. Preach for us. Which, listen, I'm I'm not advocating. We don't have pe- preachers in the church. Don't he- hear me. I'm not advocating that we just have pastorless churches. There is a biblical reason we have she- uh, shepherds, pastors. But here's what we do in the church. We gather together from 9.30 till about noon. And we got one or two people that that run the thing because nobody else wants to run it. We want to come in and we want to sit down in the church and we want to check our boxes and we want to just say, okay, here's what we're going to do. I've come in, I've checked my box, I've listened to the guy speak, I sang a couple of song, a couple of stanzas of a song, and now I'm going to go home. I've done what I'm I've done my duty for the week. I've done what I'm supposed to do for the week and I'm done. I check my box, right? And I go home and this is the herd mentality. And when you go home, there's no real change. There's no life altering direction that you take in, in the world. You come in, you check the box of I'm at church. I've done my thing. I've done the thing I'm supposed to do. I've been a part of the thing I'm supposed to be a part of because that's what you do. And you go home and you do nothing different with your life. Like this is the problem with the church as well. The reason we have such rage in our communities, the reason we have such rage and nobody can stand each other is because we don't know how to dialogue. We don't know how to have make a phone call. And listen, I'm guilty. I'm openly saying, listen, I've done this too and I'm, I'm wrong and I'm repenting right here. I'm telling you, what would it look like if we had conversations with people we disagreed with and just said, okay, I'm going to have a rational conversation. At the end of the day, if they disagree with me, okay. That's okay. We could still agree to say, listen, I love you. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm going to I'm gonna voice my concern in a loving way. 
And here's and let's see if we can come to some sort of a meeting of the minds. Let's see if we could fix some of the problems we've got in our world. And listen, that's happening now. And it wasn't because of a political action party. It was an individual having a conversation with an individual and expressing, listen, I care about you. And the other person said, I care about you. And let's talk about these things in a real time. And guess what? There's a meeting of the minds. And there were some things that took place. This is how we change the world. Behind the scenes. Having small conversations. Just small turns. Small degrees. We, we, these, man, I'm, rallies are not where it's at. Having a rally where I can stand up and I can beat on a bully pulpit and say all the things I, oh, I gotta say, I gotta get it off my chest. I'm guilty. I've done it. I've been a part of those rallies. In fact, I just spoke at one and I've just had a real changing of the minds after some things that took place today. I've had a change of, of heart. My own personal heart I've had to change in. I've got a friend who, who has a personal campaign. It's called the Dark Darken the Door campaign. Rather than getting behind a microphone and, and, and saying, this is how we're going to change the world. We're going to get everybody angry and riled up. Rather than doing that, what would it look like if we go to those people's offices that we have disagreement with and we sit down and we have a conversation. We schedule a meeting. We don't go in like these other crazy people and start just you know disrupting the workplace. You politely go in and you set up a, a work style meeting. You have a conversation. Say, hey, I'd like to schedule a meeting with you on Friday at 10 o'clock. Let's have coffee. Okay, cool. Done. And let's have an honest dialogue what's been going on. And and openly talk about these things in such a way that you could maybe figure out a way to change the trajectory of your community. What, What would that look like if we had personal, real conversations with people we disagreed with? That we went across the aisle and said, okay, I absolutely disagree with everything about your lifestyle. I disagree about with everything about your, your political stances. But let's talk about how we can make our community better. And people say, well, that's not how that's going to work. I'm telling you, it can. I, I saw it today take place. And you know what's funny? Is people aren't as excited as I thought they'd be about this. They still want the outrage. They still want somebody to be outraged at. And I'm telling you, that's not how it's, that's not how we're going to change the world. That's not how we're going to make things better in this life. But being willing to have a conversation with somebody that doesn't require clicking And listen, I'm recording this on on a podcast and I'm going to encourage people to click on it. I get what I'm saying sounds a little nutty, right? But what would it look like if we tried to change the way we did things? What would it look like if we tried to have conversations about things that we disagree on, but we look for answers? I think that just might change the world. Let's keep trying, you know? Let's let's continue to try. This, this, was a, this was a Jesus principle. 
You got somebody that, that, that sinned against you? You got somebody you disagree with? Go to him and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he doesn't listen, then bring in a third party, but a, a, a an objective, common sense third party. Don't go over and find your buddy that's like, hey, you know what? This guy, he's an idiot, and I think he's wrong, and you need to come over and help me. And that the other guy goes over to his friend and says, you know what? I think this guy's a complete moron. I need you to come help me, and we're gonna bang, we're gonna gang up together. You find an objective third party that has the desire to bring peace, to bring peace. Now, let's, you want to talk about peace. You want to, you want to talk about like absolutely amazing things. What's, what does Jesus say in Matthew chapter 5? Matthew chapter 5 says in verse 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. You want to be called a son of God? Work towards finding peace. Be a peacemaker between human beings. Rather than trying to figure out a way to fight one another, what would it look like if we said, I'm going to try to be a peacemaker? Instead of trying to sell outrage, what if we offered peace? I think that would change the world. I love you guys. We'll talk soon.